This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 462. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thank you for listening once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, how to get the most out of your NBN connection at a time when we need it most. How you can dive the Great Barrier Reef virtually and Australia becomes the first country in the world to include health insurance cards in Apple Wallet. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the new Uniden Guardian AppCam Home Plus camera, which you can pan and tilt. Norton's Game Optimizer can improve performance by 30%, and the new Jura coffee machine that can make hot and cold brews. And your tech questions will be answered in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, we are in the situation where we are still locked down. A lot of you listening right now, whether you're living in New South Wales or Queensland, Victoria, there's there's a lot of people that are that are locked down, working from home, learning from home as well as doing everything else they do, uh, using their internet, of course, the technology, they're really leaning into the tech. We need to uh, have, a, have a nice setup for, to, to do our jobs from home. We need to have a good connection, not only for us, for working, but also for our children who are learning uh, from home as well, so doing their homeschooling. So it's really become a time when you can notice when things aren't working at their optimum level, including your internet connection. And last year, the NBN was uh, they what they did offer the retailers extra data extra ex, a boost to the system because if if anything the whole pandemic especially last year when it first began that was the ultimate stress test for the NBN and one which I'm pleased to say they passed with flying colors the network did very well to hold up uh, with everyone using it at the same time because normally what happens under normal circumstances, people go to work during the day. The NBN, the, the, your home internet connection is, is barely used uh, unless you're home all day. So what was happening with the pandemic? We're at home. We're using our internet connection, using a lot of data, and we, we, we have to do our jobs at home. And we Sometimes if the connection isn't up to scratch, if it's not going to really work well with that Zoom call or uploading these large files – then you're going to see the cracks in the system. If you, if you if if there if there is improvement needed, you'll discover that pretty quickly because of the 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 amount of strain we're putting on our connection. But from working, learning on top of what we already do, including browsing the web and streaming and gaming online, so it's it's become. I think I've I've never had more inquiries of people wanting to improve their Wi-Fi, wanting to set up their home office properly, and discovering in this process that, you know what, their NBN connection or their Wi-Fi, more, probably probably more, more importantly, isn't up to the task. Well, the NBN has come up with some tips to help you get the most out of your NBN connection. Now, you think about, as I said, what we're doing at home, we're, we're working, a lot of us are working from home. You might be listening to this right now. You, may, you, you might normally listen to this podcast on your commute or on a walk or in the gym. You're probably listening to this, hopefully still listening to me, at home. You, you might be just sitting around or you might be on a walk right now. You are allowed to exercise. So 
the the NBN has become our for a lot of us our, a really precious resource, and they have come forward with some some tips that will help you get even more out of that connection. So you can help you be a bit more productive, work more efficiently while still doing the things that we love to do. We're not only working, learning, but also keeping ourselves entertained. And for a lot of people, that's keeping us sane as well. We need this this outlet. We need to be able to wind down with some entertainment. Often that's, that's streaming your, your video, music, whatever you happen to be doing, playing online. So your connection, very important. The NBN has come up with some tips to make that connection even better. First of all, you need to make sure you've got the speed that suits your needs. Now, plenty of there there is a wide range of choices in terms of your plans and upload speeds, download speeds. So, it's really important to look at your situation, especially during the lockdown, you've got probably time to do that. Look at the, um, the the internet usage of your household. It, it, it probably increased dramatically during this period. So what what the good idea would be to do is look at the plan that you're on now. You might be you might be a family which which is on a fifty megabits per second plan. You might you might not know that just for a few dollars more, you might be able to increase that speed to a hundred megabits per second, and thereby increasing your capacity for more people to do more at home. So if everyone Let's say that everyone is someone's doing a video call, a Zoom meeting for their work. Someone else is doing a couple of kids at home are doing their online lessons. Someone else is doing something else. The pipe is only so big. So if you can find a plan, if you get that extra extra speed, that can help if you've got a lot of people in your household. So look, talk to your NBN provider. Discuss your needs, the number of devices you have connected to, that plays a part here too, and see how you're using the internet. Make sure that you have got the right plan for your home's needs. Next up, I think, and this is especially geared towards what we're doing for work, of course, we're working from home. So finding a plan that suits not only your family's needs, but your work needs and one of the things that we, we look at, of course, the, the speed, the download speeds, the first thing we look at, because we, we do want to stream our movies, our music, play our games. So we, we want to browse the web really quickly, online shopping, all of that. We want to have good download speeds. But here's one thing I think a lot of people neglect is looking at their upload speeds. Now, the upload, the upload speed's really important, especially now with working from home, because often... You do need to upload large files. You need to join a video call. And these require good upload speeds. So if your upload speed is low, your the quality of your Zoom call, for example, might suffer because the video, the video and audio of yourself has to be sent up the pipe, uploaded for, for others to see it. It's the same thing with when you're uploading a file. You might be working on documents that are pretty big, large documents, and they need to be uploaded as well. If you've got a slow upload speed on your plan, it's going to take forever. So again, another another reason to look at the fine print, look at the details of your plan to make sure you have those upload speeds that will suit you. So whether it's uploading the files, joining your video calls, having a plan with greater upload speeds and download speeds, will help you work even more efficiently and help you become even more productive. Now, the other thing you need to do 
is check your in-home setup. Now, having an NBN plan is one thing, a good plan is one thing, but you need to make sure your home Wi-Fi network is up to the job as well. Now, I get a lot of questions, people saying, what about if I change the modem? I'll get a new router. Will that make my internet better? The short answer is no. Nothing can make the NBN come into your house any faster than it is now. But you can improve the quality and speed of your Wi-Fi. So I, I do hear from a lot of people saying they're disappointed. I'm disappointed with the NBN. I'm, I'm, the, I'm getting rubbish speeds. And 99 times out of 100, it's not the NBN. It's their Wi-Fi. So what they're doing is they're taking a speed test in their lounge room or in the back of the house, finding they're getting 10 megabits per second, for example. I tell them then to do to, to do this test. Take your, go to the modem and plug in an Ethernet cable and a laptop and do the speed test again. And they find that the speed is what they're paying for. If they're 50 megabits per second, they're getting roughly 50 megabits per second. They go back into their lounge room or the back of the house on Wi-Fi and find that the speed is still 10 megabits per second. That's not the NBN's fault. That's your router's fault. That's the Wi-Fi that's letting you down. So when you have a good mesh Wi-Fi system, and our great sponsors, Norton, make, in my opinion, probably the best mesh system, the Netgear Orbi, then you'll find that the speed you're getting at the router, at the modem, with a cable connected to your laptop, will be the same as what you get on Wi-Fi thanks to that mesh system. So we're using Wi-Fi, and traditionally what happens, the NBN modem is at the very front of the house, and normally what happens is the TV and game console and everything else is at the back of the house. So the, the modem router supplied by your internet provider, your NBN provider, is the modem part's terrific. It's the router part that's letting you down. It will create a little network for you, but... You walk two rooms away and it's it's not gonna it's not gonna do you any good. Hence the reason why I think a mesh system is exactly what you need to ensure that you have a consistent home wireless network, consistent and fast across your entire home. So it's not just one person that's benefiting, it's the whole household that's benefiting from from that that consistent Wi-Fi. And if you are working for if you're working from home and you are dealing with sensitive documents, so you're a bit worried about security, ask to use your your VPN, your company's VPN. That's a virtual private network. So part of your in-home setup, have good Wi-Fi. The other part of your in-home setup is having a virtual private network wherever possible to make sure that your connection to the internet, internet is safe and secure. Normally, your company will give you a VPN, so that, that way you can connect into their servers safely and privately, and you are then able to upload files and, and exchange files securely, so no one else can snoop on those files. That's an added, a little added protection 
especially if you are working from home and you are dealing with some sensitive information. Your company just doesn't want you accidentally uh, sharing this to the wrong person or someone snooping on that connection and getting this information. So me, be sure, ask for to use your company's VPN if they do have one, if you work for a company that has one, uh, even worth maybe spending a bit of money on your own. Uh, Norton 360 Internet Security Software, they have a, a VPN included as well as a password manager and cloud storage. So VPN, you may already have one at your disposal. The other thing to do too is be sure to run all your software updates. I know a lot of people get annoyed when they say, oh, I've got to do an update. Well, just think of that update as making your life better. And by that, I mean better security. It'll probably run more efficiently so it's faster. Uh, Make sure you run all those updates because they normally can, can clear any of those little issues that might be stopping you, might be uh, making you work a bit more, a bit slowly, or getting in your way. Run those software updates, and of course, it goes without saying. Have very strong passwords. Enable two-factor authentication wherever possible as well. I have noticed a lot of my friends on Facebook being hacked. I see friend friend requests from them, and none of them had two-factor authentication. What two-factor authentication does is that it backs up your. Say you got a password for any account. And for you to enter that password into a new device or if you ever you have to do that, log into a new device, you are required then to enter the code that is sent to you via text message. So if someone's trying if someone guessed your password and you didn't have two factor authentication, they're in your they're in your account. That's it. You're they're in. They could then change your password and they'll lock you out of your own account. But with two factor authentication, they can't do that because they don't have your phone. They'll need that code to to initiate to to uh, put the approval on that login to to authenticate it. That's why it's called two factor authentication. So your password's one factor authentication. Having this two factor authentication means you also need to put in the code that they that they've sent you to confirm that it is actually you. Be sure to do that. And lastly, I think protect yourself from scams. Now, the NBN came out pretty strongly and said they will never, ever make robocalls or they'll never, ever call to say that you're, they want access to your computer. They'll never, ever call you to advise that you're going to be disconnected. So having that in mind, if you know, if, if knowing all that, if you ever receive such a call, you'll know straight away that it's a scam. A lot of people fall for it. A lot of people think, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, they're going to cut me off and here I need to here, pay, take my money. And it's just they discover when it's too late that it's a scam. Well, now you know they'll never do that. They'll never make robocalls. They'll never ask for access to your computer or advise that you're being connected over the phone. That will not happen. So if you do receive a call, hang up. Uh, also, don't share financial or personal information with any unsolicited callers. That they might be saying they're from Telstra or somewhere else, and that we need this to proceed with your account. Or what your best thing for you to do, if in doubt, hang up, ring up that provider. So, say that someone's ringing from Telstra, requiring you to update your financial information. Hang up and ring Telstra directly. If you are a customer, of course. If you know if you know it's a scam, if you're not a Telstra customer and they're ringing you asking about your Telstra information, then hello, it's a scam. But best advice would be to go to go to that provider. If they if they're calling from your bank, call your bank. If they're calling from your telco, wherever, call them directly to confirm that. That's I think a pretty good rule of thumb that'll keep you safe. 
So they're the tips to help you. I think the NBN has uh, they've done it stood up pretty well to this test. I think the last eighteen months we've seen more data usage than ever, and the NBN has really stood up to the test, this stress test. It was the ultimate stress test, and they've done a great job. They've come through with flying colours. If you want to read more about those NBN tips to make the most of your connection, head over to techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. All right, well, sort of carrying on the COVID theme here, uh, I did speak a moment ago about working from home, learning from home. That's because of the pandemic. Well, yes, we're working from home. Yes, we're learning from home. But the other thing you can't do is travel. So there's lockdowns are in place, travel out of the question. There's the restrictions and borders closures and uh, holidays being cancelled, not being able to make a new booking. Who's booking travel now? We don't know when this is going to end. So this is, this is a real issue for people. But there have been – there's a saying that I really love that is necessity is the mother of invention. And in the situation we're in now where we can't travel, there has been a great development here, a really good announcement from teleportal.fish who are allowing armchair travel. This is virtual travel. Now, teleportal.fish was started by documentary maker and expedition leader Adam Kropp uh, up in far north Queensland, and he's devised a way for you to control a remote submarine and dive among the coral reef in in far north Queensland at the Arlington Reef, which is part of the Great Barrier Reef. So you can virtually pilot one of two robot submersibles and see in real time. So this is live. This is the recording. You are controlling this yourself. So it's like a little bit like gaming controls on your keyboard. There are There's there's also sensors on board, obstacle avoidance sensors. So you're not going to crash into anything and damage the reef, God forbid. But you can connect it. it when, when you make your booking, it costs between 30 and 50 bucks to make your booking, depending on how long you want to go for. The connection is done through the 4G network to an underwater robot that's anchored 30 kilometres offshore on the Great Barrier Reef. I think it's a great story that just the fact they can get 4G out there and good enough to stream high-definition video, which is it's remarkable. So what happens when you, when you take control? The robot transmits the live HD video to YouTube and allowing you to control the robot, and it's got less than 200 milliseconds latency. So basically what you're doing if you press a button like a half a second later, you see it happening. So that's pretty cool. So you can uh, then pilot pilot the submersible around the reef. You can see the sea life and all the coral. There's some pictures on Tech Guide. It's really interesting. And as I said, really easy to do. It's it's a simple uh, keyboard keyboard controls. And what you're seeing through, you're seeing through this front-mounted full HD 1080p camera with a 110-degree field of vision. Uh, you can tilt it up and down and move the robot around as well. So you can see a fair bit once you're exploring the Great Barrier Reef. And you can even do it at night thanks to the submersible's 4,000 lumens light. So it really turns darkness into daytime down there. And uh, steering it is easy. As I said, it's like playing a video game. Uh, you just uh, All you need to do is simply use the directional keys on your keyboard. Uh, it is pretty responsive, and you're able to virtually dive the Great Barrier Reef. I think this is a terrific idea. 
Now, you can do this from anywhere in the world, by the way, so you don't have to be in Australia to do this. You could be listening to this podcast on the other side of the world. I do have some listeners in the US and in Europe. So if you're listening to this and you want to dive the Great Barrier Reef virtually, you can. You just need to go to teleportal.fish. Uh, there's links there to uh, links to the site on Tech Guide. And the dive costs between 30 and 50 Australian dollars. You can sign up and make your booking and take a virtual dive of the one of the natural wonders of the world, the Great Barrier Reef. If you want to read more about that story, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, next up, we're talking about uh, digital wallets. I, I don't know, any of you, people listening to me right now, I don't know how many credit cards have you got on your phone in your Apple wallet. If you're an iPhone user, uh, you're either using Apple Pay, you might have your loyalty card, your Opal card, credit card in your Apple wallet. Well, you can now add your health insurance cards to Apple wallet. And Australia is the first country in the world to offer this. And um, I, I wondered why why would Apple give Australia the the opportunity to be the first country in the world for this to happen? And I think there's a couple of reasons. This is me speculating. Number one, we love Apple Pay. A, a stat that I heard was that eighty percent of all tap and go payments with a smartphone are done through Apple Pay. So per capita. We are huge customers. We are huge users of the Apple Wallet, and in particular, Apple Pay. Now, the other thing too, I think, is that our private health insurance setup, I don't know whether it's better than, than it is in the US, but the, the health insurance situation in Australia, whether you're a member or not, that's up to you. I did have some feedback, people saying they can't afford to be in private health funds, but those that are in private health funds, there are more than two thirds of Australians uh, that that this this will help this will benefit. Two thirds of Australians with private health insurance are able now to add their insurance card. So if you're a member of Medibank, Bupa, NIB, GU Health, you can now add your insurance card to Apple Wallet right now. HBF customers, it's launching in uh, early this month, so in August. So you, in the next few days, you should be able to also include your health insurance card in Apple Wallet, and other health funds will be added later this year. I'm a member of HCF, so my HCF, uh, uh, I've got my HCF card in my physical wallet, but I'm hoping in the next, uh, in the coming months, I'll be added to the virtual wallet. Now, those those insurers that I mentioned, Medibank, Bupa, NIB, GU Health, uh, HBF. Those health funds cover more than two-thirds of Australians with private health insurance. So it means that you can now, in, in these, if you're in one of these funds, you can add your card to your wallet in the same way that you'd add your credit card. And adding it to Apple Wallet means you can enjoy also the same security and privacy. That's one thing that surprises people when I talk to them about Apple Pay. There are, a lot of people are wary about the privacy and security. And when I tell them, that is, is the piece of plastic in their wallet is less secure than Apple Wallet, they, they, they can't work out why. And then I explained to them that if someone's got your wallet, they can, if you've got credit cards in your wallet, they can just make tap and go payments without having to enter a PIN number, with, without having to do anything. But if someone took your phone and tried to make payments, they couldn't do it because they need your face ID or your touch ID. So there's that added level of security. So 
health insurance cards will follow in the same way, have the same security and the same privacy as well. So now once your health insurance card is added to your Apple wallet, you can then process a claim. So say, for example, you're at the dentist or the optometrist and you've, you've just had your, your glasses or you've just had your, your appointment, you've had your, your teeth fixed up and you, need, you want to make a claim. So what you would traditionally do is pull out your healthcare card and they would run it through the HICAPS system. HICAPS is short for Health Insurance Claims and Payment Service. So this is basically like an FPOS machine for making health insurance claims. So what would happen now if you did have your card in your Apple Wallet? You can then select the Health Fund membership card from the Apple Wallet either with your iPhone or with Apple Watch. And you simply hold either the iPhone or Apple Watch near the terminal, like making a payment, and that payment is that that claim is then processed. So when it, and when the and, and when the health insurance card is used that way, the your customer identifier number is encrypted during transmission to the terminal and only decrypted by the high caps before being passed on to the health insurer. So basically the same level of protection as you would when you use a credit card. So when I use a credit card in a store on Apple Pay, the store doesn't know who I am. They don't take the they don't know my credit card number. They just get the payment. They just get their money. They don't have any information about me or my credit cards. So same thing works here with the health insurance cards as well. And if there is a gap to pay, often there is if you say you bought a you know, $200 pair of glasses and your claim allows you to cl- to get back $150, then the remaining 50, you can e- you can still use Apple Pay in the same way as well. So you can uh, use a totally digital transaction with your Apple wallet. Really interesting how Australia is the first in the world. This is remarkable. Other countries, of course, will follow and other health funds in Australia will also join uh, the Apple wallet ranks as well. And you think about, grab your wallet. I did an interesting look through my wallet the other day and I've got my driver's license, which can be, which is digital now. I have my HCF card, which is about to be digital. Medicare card is now an app on your phone as well. Uh, or credit cards, of course, can all be added to Apple Pay. So there wasn't one thing in my wallet that I needed a physical card, the physical card for. And you think about it, you're going to forget your, your your phone, your wallet before you're going to ever forget your phone. So that's a good thing that you can now add all of them to your Apple wallet. If you want to read more about that story, please check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, if you're an online gamer, you want the best performance while still helping to maintain your computer's security. And that's exactly what Norton 360 for Gamers offers. The patented game optimizer technology can help maximize gaming performance while still helping to maintain the level of security you've come to expect from Norton LifeLock. Game Optimizer can free your PC from power-hungry programs running in the background that eat up your system's resources, helping you get more performance out of your rig. Whether you're a hardcore gamer or just a casual player, Norton 360 for Gamers helps provide multiple layers of protection for your devices, game accounts, and digital assets. Norton 360 for Gamers also includes features that help protect against cyber threats, including malware and webcam takeovers. If you want to help ensure all the available computing power of your system is allocated to the game for maximum performance, 
while still helping to maintain maximum protection, then put Norton 360 for gamers on your team. Listeners of the Tech Guide podcast will receive a 50% discount to a year's subscription of Norton 360 for gamers by using the promo code TECHGUIDE when they visit au.norton.com forward slash techguide. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the reviews this week is a product from Uniden, the Uniden Guardian AppCam Home Plus. Now, this is an indoor security camera with a difference. It's indoor camera that can pan and tilt. So if you have a wide area in your home, like a big uh, open plan area, you are able to, through the app, and you can do this from anywhere on the app, you can pan the camera through 355 degrees and also tilt it through 50 degrees to see your entire home, your workspace, your garage, your shed, whatever it happens to be. So you can cover the same amount of space with one camera that would normally, in with other cameras, require two cameras. So the, the camera itself has a, a pretty nice design. It can either rest it on a flat surface or you can mount it to a wall, or as what we did with it, I actually put it on the bottom of a shelf. So the underside of a shelf, which then aimed out, it's in my astro shed for where all my telescopes and everything are, and I do, I will, I do use this camera to keep an eye on the gear when I'm not there. So if I'm inside, if I'm doing a big run on a photo, an astro photo, I can still see through this camera and even pan it across to uh, to the telescope, even pan it down to look at the display to, to see the iPad and how the, the shoot is progressing. And I can do that because it's got 2.5K video quality. So the quality is, is, is excellent. So you can really zoom in and see a lot of detail. Not only that, that I mentioned zooming, it's got three times zoom on board as well. So you can see even more and in higher quality. Naturally, it's got pre-motion recording. Well, there's motion detection, but there is pre-motion recording that starts four seconds before motion's detected. So what I think happens is it must keep a small buffer. There's like a little four to five, maybe like a 10-second buffer. So it's, a, it's recording in 10-second increments. And so if it detects that motion, it'll then keep that, that little buffer and then continue to record. So it's constantly on the lookout, and then you'll get that notification. So I think I had a question about this when I posted my review. It's not – well, technically it's not recording all the time. It's recording in these little 10-second increments. So – it's not like it's recording for hours at a time. The most it's going to record at one time is possibly even less than that, possibly just five seconds or for the four seconds that is, is the pre-buffer. So it, it, it is also, uh, there's a micro SD card slot on board. So it records, records locally. So any of that footage that you see, it's not being sent up into the cloud. Although it does have cloud storage free for seven days, it's still in the device on that memory card. So it's still you pull it out of the camera, it's yours. It's not going anywhere. So uh, yeah, it does have that pre-motion recording, and as I said, can be positioned anywhere in your home. And ideal for those large spaces, open plan living areas, maybe a big workshop or, or whatever area you want to cover. You can easily cover it thanks to that 355-degree pan and 50-degree tilt. Now, the, the panning and tilting is done through the app. So there's like a little mini joystick where you, you push the arrow, you push the little button to the right, and the camera will pan to the right. You push it up, it'll tilt up. 
you push it left, it'll pan left, push it down, it'll tilt down. And there is a little second or two delay, a bit of a lag on it, but and like if, if you're panning and trying to, to focus in on, a, on one little spot, it might take you a couple of goes because when you, when you take your, your finger off the button, it, it's like a second or two later is when it's going to stop. So it just takes a bit of getting used to to get that pinpoint that right. But it's, it's got s- such a wide field of view that you're going you're gonna to see what you want to see anyway. Unless you really want to focus in on one little area and zoom in with that three-time zoom, you, you, you will, it will take a little bit of getting used to. But fantastic how you can do this from anywhere and actually change the view of the camera through the Uniden uh, Solo app as well. Installing it, really simple. There's a, there's a small mounting plate so uh, that picture of the unit in camera upside down is actually in my shed. So that's the bottom of a shelf that I've attached it to. And you can see also the micro SD card slot there as well to store your video locally. The small mounting plate has, you can, it goes two holes. So you fix two screws um, to the the mounting plate and then the camera then clips clips onto that mounting plate wherever you happen to do it so uh, whether it's on the wall if it's just on a normal surface you don't need to do anything just plonk it on a shelf or wherever you need it but if you are mounting it to the wall or to a shelf or the ceiling like I did and you need then to adjust the display because I, I mounted it upside down so I had to turn the display upside down so I was getting my videos weren't all upside down I had to make that adjustment in the app and really easy to set up to it connects through your wireless network it's easily set up through the Uniden Solo app uh, step-by-step instructions on how to do that and as I said 2.5k video uh, even when you're zooming in it's pretty cool uh, you can see the, the, the there's a zoom a zoom control focus control. Uh, there is also to the ability to uh, to block areas that you don't want recorded. I think people are this is an inside camera and privacy is important. And the app then allows you to black out areas within the camera's field of view that you don't want to be recorded. So you can use you can use the app then to, to sort of draw a line to on these areas where that you don't want recording. Uh, so again, that, that sort of gives gives customers a little bit of peace of mind that their privacy is going to be respected. Uh, the camera also has a built-in siren as well to deter intruders. So if you see something, you, uh, you you can sound the siren. It also has night vision, of course, so you can see just as well after dark as you do during the day. Notifications are sent when movement is detected. And as I mentioned, it is possible to save the recordings to a micro SD card as well as accessing video from the last seven days from this free rolling cloud backup. So you don't have to pay anything. That's a free service as well as having your your backup, the, the recordings saved on the card as well. The Uniden Guardian App Cam Home Plus. It's available exclusively through Bunnings, I learned today, and it's priced at a $149.95. If this is something that you're interested in, you want to monitor a large area but don't want to buy multiple cameras, then the Uniden Guardian App Cam Home Plus is just the right solution for you. If you want to read our complete review, you can check it out, techguide.com.au. Now, as you know, Norton are one of our great sponsors, have been for many years, and the previous live read, the ad earlier, was about this game optimizer, this new software that can help improve your computer's performance so that you can get the edge on your opponents. Well, 
these independent tests have just been uh, just been conducted and they found that Norton Game Optimizer can improve your computer's performance by up to a massive 30%. Now this was independently tested by Passmark software, not just and it wasn't just the Norton Game Optimizer, it was it was actually tested against other competitor products. And they found that the Norton product improved CPU performance by up to 30%. And Game Optimizer is part of the Norton 360 for Gamers package and reduces those performance interruptions while still maintaining your security, the level of security you expect from a company like Norton LifeLock. Now, what they did here, the the testing by Passmark software, they assigned a score uh, depending on the average frames per second metric when while playing five common PC games. What they also did was leave other things running in the background. So there were tasks running in the background to recreate real life. The Norton Game Optimizer achieved the highest possible score of 30 and was found to improve frame rate performance in games in some scenarios, even when high CPU activities were running in the background. Now, the competitor products that were used was Webroot Secure, Anywhere Antivirus for PC. They came in second on 20 points. Norton scored the maximum 30. And McAfee Game Security, they scored 15 points. So this is an independent study that shows that not only Norton, the, the game optimizer works, but it's better than all these other products, up to 30% improvement on your CPU. If you're a gamer hearing that, I think your ears have just pricked up thinking, hang on a minute, 30% CPU improvement, that can give you the edge if you're playing online games. That is, I know gamers who are avid online players, they're trying to do anything possible to increase the performance of their rig Here's one way you can do it using the Norton Game Optimizer. Now, the good news for you guys is that you can get Norton 360 for gamers at the special price of 69 bucks. That's for a 12-month subscription by going to au.norton.com forward slash tech guide. So Norton, they thought they would reward our, my listeners and my readers with this special deal. So if you're listening to this podcast, Norton, as you know, is, has been one of my great sponsors for some time. They are rewarding you with this special price of 69 bucks for 12 months. Definitely worth it. And not only are you getting the game optimizer, this is a complete package. You also get antivirus protection, a secure VPN, a password manager, as well as secure cloud storage as well. So if you're into your gaming or maybe your child or someone you know is into gaming, give them the tip. Norton Game Optimizer can improve their CPU performance by up to 30%. That's unheard of. And Passmark Software thought it was the best available. So uh, get on board. You can uh, get it for 69 bucks. That, that's less than half price if you are a Tech Guide reader or a listener of the Tech Guide podcast. There is a link to that uh, to that store for our Tech Guide listeners and readers. If you want to check it out, of course, it's at techguide.com.au. How many of you are coffee drinkers? You might be drinking a coffee right now listening to this podcast. Well, if you are one of the many Australians who love coffee, then you would love a coffee machine. And Jura has just released the Z10 coffee machine. It's the world's first automated machine for not only hot coffee, 
but also cold coffee drinks as well. Cold brews are really popular. Me, myself, I'm more of a hot coffee kind of guy. I'm, I'm a latte man. But cold coffee brews are really popular. Dura says that 80% of Australians drink at least one a week. Cold coffee brew. Very, very popular. So now, this new Dura machine, which is going to be released this month, features the ability to create both your hot and cold brews. It's got this new technology, this ultra-fast automatic PRG, and that's short for Product Recognizing Grinder. So it recognizes whether you're doing hot or cold brew specialty coffees, and it also works with this innovative cold extraction process. So they've got the tech under the hood here. At the press of a button, the Z10 machine can automatically prepare a range of hot drinks. That That's come to be expected. So espresso, cappuccino, flat white, latte for me, please. But there are also a host of other choices for cold coffee drinks as well. And the PRG, uh, the product recognizing grinder, that could recognize the chosen drink. And what it does, it adjusts the fineness of the grind. So the grind might need to be different for cold coffee compared to hot coffee. So it does adjust the fineness of the grind to achieve the best possible result for you. And that cold extraction process means that cold water is slowly pulsed through the freshly ground coffee under high pressure. Such a, it's, there's an art to this. It's, it sounds really scientific as well. This is the, uh, the eighth gener- generation brewing unit. Uses a unique 3D brewing technology. So water flows evenly through the coffee grounds. And what that does, it brings out the aroma, whether you're having hot coffee or cold coffee. Aroma is important. The smell of coffee I love as much as the taste. So here's a machine for your home that can do all this. There's up to 32 coffee specialties. It's got the 3D brewing technology, that amazing cold extraction process, and there's a 4.3-inch touch display as well, so you can see at your fingertips what you can do. And uh, there's also a one-touch milk system cleaning, so you want to add milk. I add milk for my lattes. Uh, So all around, really nice design, and look, this is a machine that isn't cheap. It does a lot. Hot and cold coffee, first in the world. Uh, it's priced at 4150 bucks. But you know what? If you drink a lot of coffee, if you have two coffees a day, that's almost $10 a day. You do the math. You get your money back on this pretty quick if you're a big coffee drinker, especially cold. If you love your cold coffee, they're not cheap either. Cold, cold brew can cost a bit as well. So if you love your coffee, you want to make an investment in your love of coffee, the Jura Z10, the world's first automated machine for both hot and cold coffee drinks. Price tag, 4150 bucks. You'll impress your friends, invite them over for coffee. And look, we're not, we're not going out too much now. We're uh, locked down life. Having a coffee machine at your place will mean you don't have to go to the cafe, keep keeping you even safer. You stay home, you can still have your coffee. The Jura Z10 is uh, available in this month, coming this month, not quite yet. I think mid-August we're going to see it. 4150 bucks. And if you want to see it for yourself, you can check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, work, gaming, video calling and more? And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. 
bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. They uh, they have their cables, batteries. If you have an AirTag, they have a holder for your AirTag as well. They also have a lot of magnet, magnetic attached products for your iPhone 12, MagSafe compatible. Check them out, belkin.com forward slash au. Now, passwords, something that we I spoke about earlier, I touched on it earlier, having a good password, solid password, different passwords. This is something that I get asked a lot about. People ask me, what's a good password manager? There's a lot of them around. Uh, a lot of them, most of them you have to pay for. There's like a monthly fee that can manage all of your password. And when I say manage, it'll not only remember them for you, but also create them for you as well, but then also update them every few months as well. What the experts say is that you should have a different password for every single online account and you should change them every three months, which I think for a human being, that's near impossible. That's why a lot of people, they take the path of least resistance, they have the same password for most of their accounts, maybe even for all of their accounts. And what happens if one of their accounts uh, is is hacked, that, that cyber criminal is naturally going to try that same password on all of your other accounts, and guess what? They've got all of your accounts. With a password manager and the, the the ones I'll recommend, there is one included with Norton 360. They do have an included password manager that's part of your license as well. So there is, there is others that are like one is called LastPass. The other is called Dashlane. And they're about four or five bucks a month that you have to pay. And they, again, will, will remember your passwords across multiple devices, even across multiple operating systems. So if you use a Mac and use an Android phone or use Windows PC or an or iMac, it doesn't matter. It remembers them across all of your devices. So you don't. all you need to remember is one password, and that's the master password. So remembering one password is a lot easier than remembering 50. On average, people have more than 50 online accounts, whether it's for an online shop, social media, your bank, uh, any any anywhere where you need a password. On average, there's about 50 that we have to remember. So it's impossible for a human being to do that properly. But with a password manager, you can do just that. And that's it, the full-time siren. That's our show for this week. If you need to find out any more, please go to techguide.com.au. Everything we've spoken about is there. And if you want to get in touch with us, hit us up for an email, info at techguide.com.au, or just hit the Ask Stephen icon. You'll get through to me that way as well. We want to thank our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.